Welcome into Patriots Playback. I'm David Stearns here on the cusp of the 2014-2015 season's playoffs. As we last saw, the Potomac Patriots were doing battle with the Richmond Generals last weekend. Saturday night's effort at the Prince William Ice Center saw a 5-0 victory, a shutout for Dustin Moyer, his first of the year, second in the last two seasons in the USPHL. So quite an effort from Dustin Moyer. And, well, Sunday was just the opposite of a story, really. The first period, things started off very slow, and Patriots could not muster up as many shots as the Richmond Generals, as it was quite a difference in that category, as it was a pretty much almost 3-1 to one ratio on the shots. But uh, I believe whoever was keeping track of shots was a little generous because the overall total was 54-35, to 35, and I don't think every shot hit the net, but anything that was in the vicinity was tallied up there. But still, the fact remains, the final score on that scoreboard was all the difference, and it went to the Richmond Generals in a 4-2 decision. It was a 5-on-3 power play for the Richmond Generals that was the decision maker. And the Patriots had a 5-on-3 opportunity of their own, and they could not capitalize. But it was a Cameron-Durham goal. At the end of the second period, though, on even strength, that really turned things around for Richmond, swinging the momentum away from a power play goal from the Potomac Patriots and the efforts from Spencer Keogh and J.C. Paquin this past weekend on special teams on the first and second units of the power play have just been incredible in, in, in the way the entire special teams have come around. The numbers one for 11. Uh, they allowed their opponent one goal on 11 opportunities for the opponent's power plays. And so the penalty kill was well, pretty much near perfect. And then the power play went 5 for 12, which is just spectacular. So all around great effort from the special teams, but it was the 5-on-3 that was the decision maker from a Cameron Durham goal. He had the tying goal and what turned out to be the game-winning goal in the third period. So... Great effort from the Richmond Generals to get under the skin of the Potomac Patriots. Unfortunately, they just know who to draw in. At the end of the second period, after Cameron Durham's tying goal, there was a bit of activity, and they went after the right people, and Kevin McDonald ended up getting a 2-10, and which was not good for the defense of the Potomac Patriots. And then later on, a couple of slashing penalties at the, pretty much the worst possible time overlapped, causing a 5-on-3 in which Cameron Durham ends up scoring the eventual game winner. Chad Lopez with the empty net goal was a cherry on tap, and home ice advantage swung in the favor of the Richmond Generals for this, the first round of the playoffs. So we walk into this with a little bit of perspective on the fact that the Patriots have not won a game in Richmond this season. They've had plenty of opportunities, a couple of uh, two-goal games in there. Well, most of them were two-goal games, but then there was the overtime loss. Uh, after the Patriots had a lead, and then the five-minute major that turned everything around, and that's all she wrote for that. So, still, no W's in Richmond, and if there ever was a time to get one, well, it's the second season. Now's the time. So, we sat down with a few players and coaches, as usual, and we'll go through the list here. We had Spencer Keogh, J.C. Paquin, Sviatoslav Turchenik, Nick Gray, and then we spoke with Team advisor, Zach Creech, and head coach, Andy Newton. Joined now with Spencer Keogh, a uh, power play specialist all of a sudden. Last weekend, uh, Coach Newton put you up front on the uh, was it the first unit up there in front of the net. And uh, 
getting banged around there, but it's paid off dividends there. You got two power play goals on the weekend. Talk a little bit about the success of the special teams, mainly with the power play you on the first unit. Um, well, we were practicing in practice last week. I was on the second unit, and then he slid me over to the first unit and told me, screen the goalie, stay in front, take a beating. And it was working in that practice. I think we scored six in the whole practice. I think I had four tip-ins. So we gave it a shot in the game, and it worked out. Just taking a beat and being the little guy in front, doing what I can do. You guys went 50% on the power play on Saturday, and then uh, you guys went two for six. Uh, I believe it was two for six, yeah, on uh, Sunday. Talk a little bit about this Richmond series that you guys have going on now that you guys do not have on mice. You're going back down to Richmond. What do you guys got to do to get a win down there? You guys haven't had a win in, well, the five games, six games that you've played down there. Well, actually the six. It's definitely going to be a battle of special teams, I think. Obviously, you said coming down to the power play, we were 50% Saturday and then two for six Sunday. Plays a big role, and I think they had one five-on-three goal Sunday, I think, and then Saturday maybe one five-on-four goal. So our kill was doing pretty well. It's got to keep us in that. What happened at the end of that second period? You guys uh, seemed like you got a little bit aggravated. They got under your skin. It took a Cameron Durham goal to kind of get them back you know, into the game. Kind of took the wind out of your sails, but uh, what happened there? Um, there was just a whole lot of chirping going on in that period, and I think throughout the season, whenever that happens, we get emotionally out of the game and take ourselves out of it. So we just had to recheck ourselves in between an intermission and figure out our identity and get back at it. You probably already asked my last question for you, but what do you guys what do you guys have to do to ensure that you win out this first round against Richmond? Um, work hard. That's what it comes down to. Defensive zone, working hard, winning one-on-one battles, 50 pucks. Got to get to them before they do. Chip them out, lessen the turnovers on the blue lines, get pucks in, get pucks out. All right, well, thanks and good luck this weekend. All righty, thank you. Joined now with J.C. Paquin. Am I saying it right? Is it Paquin or is it Paquin? All right, it's Paquin. All right, we've been saying it wrong most of the season. So you're on the second unit of this power play, and uh, special teams have definitely turned it around recently, namely uh, like Keogh. You got two of your own this past weekend on the power play. Talk a little bit about the success of the second power play unit and what you guys did to get the job done. Uh, well, Coach has been looking all year for that second power play. His first power play is pretty set. And uh, we've been working a lot of practice, you know, two two days pretty much full power play. And uh been trying a lot of different systems. And we figured out a system that works for our play. Put me and uh, Anderson, two big bodies in front of the net, and we've been getting it done. Now talk a little bit about this series with Richmond. I got Keo's thought now. i, I got to get your thoughts on this. Uh, you guys just can't seem to win a game down there in Richmond. But it seems like when push comes to shove, uh, they're getting under your skin. Yeah, they definitely do. They're good at that. And uh, I think, you know, we play those teams so many times, it's just you get annoyed with some of the players on their team or whatever. And uh, just, I don't know. I don't know if it's the Olympic ice we play on here or the NHL down there, but we need to figure it out and get a win and get get that playoff push. What's been the uh, the theme of this week's practice going into playoffs? I know you guys were given the option to have Monday off, but you guys wanted it, but you couldn't get it, obviously, because of the snowstorm. You guys are anxious. You guys are very anxious. But what is it that you guys have been doing all week to get to this point to ensure the victories this coming weekend? Uh, I think everybody picked up the tempo. Practices feel like games. We should have been doing that all year, but a lot of, there's a lot more hitting in practice this week, and uh, tempo's been picked up, and everybody realizes what's at stake this weekend. All right, well, good luck, and uh, hopefully you guys walk out of the first round with some wins. Thank you. Join now is Fyatoslav Turchenik and J.C. Paquin to help me out here. But, uh, Turch, you had a, a good season up to this point. Talk about what you're doing that, uh, you know, is just making you a successful member of this Potomac squad. What, what is it that makes you, you know, who you are? 
Mm. Like a player. I am I am center player. Uh, I just work harder on practices and there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I skate with Empire. Sometimes I skate in Hero West. You were the yeah. West. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. All right. That shot you have is a powerful shot. Uh, the technique behind it. Uh, but what do you attribute that to? Like, uh, do you have a certain player that you kind of model yourself after? Like, who's your favorite player that you seem to kind of uh, try to imitate out there on the mm -hmm. ice? My favorite player. Uh, I was in childhood. I saw a lot of games uh, with Pavel Bure. Okay. Uh, he is a Russian rocket. I think he is my favorite player, hockey player. And now my favorite player is Pavel Datsuk. He's, he has gold hands. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, talk a little bit about growing up in Russia and uh, playing hockey over there. What's it like over there? Over here, it seems to be like a finesse, fast game. Over there, is it is it a bit rougher? I mean, what's the style of hockey up there? Oh yeah. Uh, Russian style, uh, it's not like American. They have a lot of uh, a lot of passes, a lot of combinations. It's uh, we just uh, think a lot about hockey. But here, you just uh, give a puck and run, run and shoot. Mm -hmm. It's like not the same like Russian hockey. What are you going to do this coming weekend against Richmond to make sure that your team walks away with a victory in the first round? <laughs> I will practice harder to win the second round. Okay. Thanks for stopping by, Turchenik. Thanks. Joined now with team advisor, Zach Creech. Creech, uh, we saw it happen on Sunday. A different story from the 5 nothing shutout on Saturday. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what happened in that game and what you guys are doing to look past it to uh, take out Richmond this weekend. We're just going straight to Sunday here. Not going to talk about the good juju on Friday or Saturday. Um, I mean, like you said, we saw what happened Sunday. It was, uh, it was unfortunate um, going into the second period. Well, the stuff that happened in the second period definitely, I think, got in the heads of our guys, and they went out in the third period, and they just didn't get it done. Um, we spoke about it in the locker room, what Richmond's going to do. We knew what they were going to do. I mean, they're a blue-collar team. They you know, they come to work. They bring their lunch, you know, their hard hats in their lunchbox, and they get on the ice, and they get it done. Um, <clears throat> that's what we told them, and then the boys, they just sort of, all right, coach, and, you know, we saw what resulted on Sunday. Special teams looking pretty decent. Uh, penalty kill, one for 11. Decent job there. Power play looking even sharper there with the numbers. Um, talk a little bit about the dynamic there. You guys got, was it five power play goals on a weekend? I have 12 opportunities. Vastly different story from earlier on in the season. You guys are getting towards the 80-20 number you guys need to be going into playoffs. Right. Um, I think the biggest thing with our power play is uh, we've made some changes. Um, uh, with switch some guys out. Um, we've got Keo in front of the net now and I mean, you've seen him all season long. He's a he's a blue collar guy. Um, he's exactly you know my favorite kind of hockey player to be honest. Um, uh, and with him being in front of the net and actually having he's a, not that big of a guy, but he knows how to stand in front of the net. Um, and he follows the puck. He gets in the corners and stuff like that. So I think that's you know him being on the power play now and just the overall chemistry that's built throughout the season has really helped our power play this late in the season. And talk a little bit about the line combinations now. It seems like you guys have your fine tuning done. You got a full roster now, healthy roster. 
Talk a little bit about the 90s line. That 90s line was intriguing to see on Saturday as they came out with the Stroud goal. Yeah, I mean, they're they're blue collar. I mean, Stroud's definitely got the flash on that line, um, but he's smart. Um, the kid for being his age and playing at this level, getting a bump up like he did um, about three quarters way through the season, um, he's done it. He's taken it well. Um, <clears throat> I had faith in him from the get-go. I mean, even before the season started, I, you know, I definitely had a, a feeling that he was eventually going to get his chance at the elite level, and he's proven himself. Um, and with those other two guys on the line with him, I mean, they're, they're hard workers, and like I said, Stroud's got a little bit of flash, and um, it definitely helps all around. What's the key to victory this weekend and move on to the second round? we got to play blue-collar hockey, as the boys are going to mess with me now. Um, <laughs> Got to play blue collar hockey. That's what Richmond plays. Um, sort of, so go back to the 1980 Olympic team. Um, Herb Brooks beat them with their own game, and I think that's what we need to do is play simple hockey, and we can get her done this weekend. All right, thanks for stopping by, Creech. All right, guys. Joined here with the captain, Nick Gray. Well, Cap, you guys are going into playoffs here, and uh, obviously you guys didn't get the home ice locked down, but. Uh, Regardless, you guys are going to see Richmond either way. What do you guys got to do to look past Sunday and look for victories this weekend? Uh, we're working on it this week. We just got to get it deep and uh, make sure we execute on our power play. We're working a lot on that just so power play should be an easy goal, especially against them. I mean, we were doing good this weekend, but they play a different kind of PK, and we've been working on it this whole week. So hopefully it goes good. Looking at the line combinations, looks like uh, you guys have shored everything up throughout the season here and finally got to where you guys want to be. That was seen in the 5-0 victory on Saturday. Has much changed since then? Have you guys kind of put Sunday in the back of your mind and kind of like taking the lessons from what you guys did to win 5-0 on Saturday into this coming weekend? Yeah, well, I mean, throughout the season we've been uh, mixing up lines and we finally got it right now. And... Uh, I'll tell you, it's definitely a lot different playing on Olympic ice because we're a fast team. We're young, so we're fast. I mean, that's kind of how it goes. And playing on the NHL, with them being an older team and them taking the body more, it may cause the younger kids to tense up, I guess. But definitely wider ice is a lot easier. But this weekend, we definitely know what we got to do. Has anything been said this week about pretty much the uh, the baiting that Richmond has been doing to you guys? I mean, they're going after your goalie. Obviously, you got to stand up for your keeper, but what are you guys doing to look past the petty stuff that they're trying to draw you guys in? Your penalty kill is doing great, but you can't keep playing five on four down the man. Yeah, playing five on four is definitely probably one of our weaknesses. We haven't really done very good in that lately. So uh, as long as if we go, if they go after us and we get a penalty, hopefully they get one too. I mean, hope, we're not trying to go in there and not get a penalty, but. Worst comes to worst, we're just going to be back on the power or a penalty kill. Like the, Hopefully the refs aren't too bad this weekend either. How practice gone this week? What have you guys really focused in on this week? Like if there was an overall theme, I mean, I've heard blue-collar hockey. I've heard just going full speed all the way throughout practice. Uh, what is it that you see from your perspective as a captain here that's going to pretty much propel you guys into victory this weekend? Uh, winning those one-on-one -on -one battles in the corner, mm -hmm. uh, getting the puck deep, and most of all executing our opportunities that we get. All right, well, good luck this weekend, and hopefully we'll be talking to you about some good things next week. All right, thank you. Join now with Coach Andy Newton talking, well, yeah, it's a little cold right now. Hopefully you guys are going to warm up to the idea of going back down to Richmond here. Uh, you guys couldn't lock it down for home ice. Talk a little bit about what happened in that game. You guys look like a different team from the get. You guys were outshot by a large margin, although I think they may, may have been a little generous on the shots, but still, you guys are being outshot 2-1. to one. It, it was ironic. Um, typically we play 
play better on the road. Uh, you look at our, our road record to our home record, outside of one showcase, we've had a lot more success on the road than we do at home. Mm -hmm. um, this time it was it was different. We went down there and we we had guys showing up to the game four hours prior. We had a couple guys showing up, you know, the hour and a half prior to it and stuff. And not everybody showed up as a team. And right off the get-go, that was in, in everybody's heads. And then uh, I don't know if it was a, the success that we had on Saturday night with shutting him out, uh, you know, getting goal scoring from, from multiple different locations and, and both power plays producing. I don't know if it was that, but we went in there, in my opinion, we thought we had the, the thing wrapped up and by no means was that true. They, they definitely took it to us. And if you look at the score of the game and mm -hmm. the score of the game really doesn't show the play of the game because the ice was pretty tilted in, in their direction and they took it to us for, for a good 60 minutes there. Talk about the mental game that happened there. You know, you already touched on it, but uh, talk a little bit about the agitators from Richmond like that of Holloway and Beal, these guys just get under your players' skins. I mean, what are you doing to combat that this coming weekend? Because it obviously happened after Durham scored that goal towards the end of the second period. Mentally, it hurt with that goal, and then right after, they added insult to injury and just started banging away at your guys. Bang, it, it, that's a tough question to ask. Yeah. I, I can tell you what I'm telling them. I'm telling them to turn a cheek, to take it as a compliment. If a guy's going to give you more attention than, than the game deserves, mm -hmm. take it as a compliment and move forward. But this game is an emotional game, and there's a lot of emotions riding on it. And regardless if it happens in the first minute of the game or the last minute of the game, typically the emotions get elevated, and that's when we see our guys engaging back into that sort of thing and getting back in their face and continuing to talk. And that that's what happened. Uh, as far as Richmond goes, they they had some new guys in their lineup on on uh, Sunday, and I can tell you right now, if I was their coach, I would be telling those players the same thing. Every time McDonald's on the ice, get into his face and start talking to him. Every time Wadier's on the ice, get in his face and start talking to him. If we know we could pull those guys off their game simply by chatting to him and talking to him, why not do it? There's new rules that say you you, you can't play, you can't right. win a game in that in that uh, regard. But um, mental toughness is going to come into play this weekend. We're going to have to see who's uh, who wants it more and who can take that little chirping, the little trash talking, and put it behind them and still be able to play their best hockey. So. It seemed like your guys did take the loss to heart immediately thereafter. They, uh, you gave them Monday off, but they wanted to practice. The snow kind of put a damper on those plans. But talk a little bit about this week's practices and how they've gone so far. And, you know, you're coming up here on the final one. How's it been? Uh, Tuesday, Thursday were both good, really good practices. Wednesdays uh, was a little light. Um, light in regards of our, our compete level of understanding that we have playoff games this week. And that was a little disheartening. I, I pulled him in, I got a little frustrated, I pulled him in and I told him it doesn't look like we're playing or practicing the way uh, a playoff team should be. You know, we're going into a playoffs and is this going to be our last week of serious practice? And that was about 30 minutes left at that point and they definitely changed it around and, and ha had some things to say, you know, a couple of the leaders spoke up and stuff and we got out there and, and we saw a little different edge in their game. Yesterday's practice was uh, primarily power play with a little bit of flow at the beginning, but um, we saw that competitive edge on both the penalty killers and the power plays. And then it, now today's, a, um, it looks like it's starting off well. I know the boys are in high spirits, but, you know, we're going to be getting into power play as soon as I get out there and we'll finish with a little competition uh, drills and stuff so we can keep that compete level high. All in all, it's been a good week. Nothing, uh, nothing too out of the ordinary going into playoffs, but, uh, you know, Playoff teams or, or really competitive players look to elevate their, their game come playoff time. So we'll be, uh, I'll be interested to see who's going to step their game up. Obviously, it's going to be our grays, our cars, and churches, but who else is going to elevate their game? That's, that's going to be the big uh, 
big secret coming into this one, so we'll see. Now you had Spencer Keogh, you know, congrats first off on figuring out your power play. Uh, it was phenomenal this past weekend. Uh, you guys went 5 for 12 in your penalty kill even then, 1 for 11. You guys kept him off the board, uh, except for one, which was the 5 on 3 one, unfortunately, but, you know, that was a little bit tough to swallow, but um, talk a little bit about your line combinations now outside of the special teams. With your five-on-five -five play, you, you seem to have nailed it down, too, uh, in that regard, too. It, you know, unfortunately, it took us a little longer than we expected, but we did get the five-on-five -five, uh, play put together. We know who our... We know what each individual player brings to the table, and we are able to find good combinations with, with all four lines. Um, if you look at systematically who plays the system best, most people are going to think it's my top line, and it's not. It's, and I hate saying it, it's my fourth line guys. Spencer Keogh, J.C. Pinkman, and Nick Hoffman get out there, and they forecheck better than every other line. They run the neutral zone better than every other line. Unfortunately, we have some youth on that line, and, and we have um, a... a little less experience than we would want on that line so you know that line's not higher on the totem pole five on five yeah it took me a little bit or uh, i'm sorry power play penalty kill it took me a little bit to figure that out if you look at the beginning of the season our penalty kill was was awful our power play has clicked here and there and we went through a little drought where our power play wasn't performing the way we wanted it to but um that first unit i was frustrated because we control the puck well we just don't get shots on net and when we do get shots we don't get bodies so uh Knowing Spencer Keogh is the type of kid that likes to grind, I, you know, I thought, why not put him up there? And, he, and he's got the, the whereabouts and the smartness to, to control the play if the puck is on his stick. That definitely helped out. Penalty kill, we definitely have uh, our work cut out for us with uh, Devin Malise being injured, and he was a very big portion of that penalty kill. But Jack Strykars was able to jump in there and fill the, the void that he left. Mm -hmm. um, that one penalty kill goal that we had against uh, the five on three, yeah, it's a five on three and you're supposed to score on that. It was a simple mental breakdown. Uh, boys got back to the bench, we addressed it, and, and hopefully the next time we find ourselves on a five on three, we'll be able to shut them down as well. Well, hopefully you don't end up on another five on three, but uh, this coming weekend, what is the number one key to victory for you guys to move on to the second round? That would be my final question here as you guys finish out your practice. Play below their goal line. Um, their offense uh, is is the heart of their team. Their offense is their energy. I don't think their defensemen or, or defensive side of the puck is, is as strong as their offense. And if we can get the puck past their defensemen and keep it past their defensemen and wear those guys down, that's where we're going to find our, our success and vice versa. If they keep it below us, kind of like what they did on Sunday, they could find success that way as well. So we got to get out there. If we don't have an odd man rush, we got to gain the red, we got to put it in deep, and we got to establish a forecheck. So. Um, you, we will be preaching that, and hopefully we'll be seeing that as well. All right, get out there and work on that power play, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Of course, I was only teasing Coach Newton. He did say he was going to go out there and run the power play drills, but still, the numbers were looking sharp, as he discussed. And, uh, of course, you know, the road record has been looking solid during the regular season, but uh, it always came down to Richmond. They almost had the one victory, but it was an overtime loss after a major penalty that came up. And, of course, maybe this is the right time, as I said before, that these boys put together some wins in Richmond, Virginia, something they have not done yet this season. So all the action for this weekend's playoffs can be seen on Fast Hockey. Saturday's action can be seen 7.30, and Sunday will be 11.15 in the morning, and then Monday, if necessary, It'll be 12.15 in the afternoon. FastHockey.com is your one-stop shop for all the live play-by-play. -play. Unfortunately, we will not be broadcasting it, so 
you know, as we were kind of hopeful that home ice advantage would be in favor of Potomac. Didn't give a proper goodbye as far as the broadcast season goes, but, uh, you know, we'll carry on. And next week we'll be back here with the Patriots playback to talk about the results of this past weekend or this weekend that is to be the first round of the playoffs between Potomac and Richmond. It's David Stearns for the Patriots playback saying, as always, don't stop believing.